You're listening to the Live Free Now podcast, bringing you the news, views, tips, and tools you can use to live a free, prosperous, and healthy life. Find us online at livefreenow.show. And now your host, John Bush. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Live Free Now show. I'm your host, John Bush, and today I want to share with you about building resilient communities, building decentralized systems, and I want to talk about how there's so much crazy stuff going on in the world, and it's always shifting and moving, and people find themselves at the whims of corrupt politicians at the whims of crazy economic swings, downturns, recessions, depressions, mandates, you name it. It's a crazy mixed up world that we're living in. And what I wanna offer to you today is a way out, a way out of the chaos, a way out of the tyranny, a way out of the coming technocracy. And as we'll find out, that way out happens to be exit and build strategy. Exit and build strategy. Exiting the matrix and building a better world. A better world for ourselves to enjoy in the present moment. A better world for our family to enjoy. A better world for our children to enjoy, our grandchildren. And let us project outward into the future and think about how can our actions today benefit the coming generations. And it's not until we recognize that dabbling within the system, politics, voting, lobbying, judicial activity, reclaiming citizenship, state, republic, this, that, or the other, it's not until we realize that all of that is just a fool's errand. No disrespect. I mean, do what you want to do for the cause of freedom, but I want to communicate today and I really want to drive home the idea that it's only when we exit these institutions the centralized, corrupt, coercive institutions, the state, the big mega corporations, big pharma, big business, the surveillance society. It's only when we exit those institutions and build alternative institutions, parallel structures that are in alignment with our values as free, beautiful human beings. It's only when we do that, that we'll be able to create the freedom that we desire, but not just create freedom in the moment where it's like an insecure freedom where we're free in some regards, but we're not at peace because we're constantly looking over our shoulder. It's my belief that in the creation of these institutions, we can create lasting and sustainable freedom, which is really something that gets me all excited. So I wanna thank everybody that's tuning in on YouTube, on Facebook, and I especially wanna shout out the Odyssey audience. It looks like most people are tuned in on the Odyssey live stream. so. Super excited about that. Shout out to the library blockchain, Jeremy Kaufman, and the folks that make Odyssey possible. It's an alternative to YouTube. It's decentralized. It is not, it's uncensorable. So shout out there. I'll be monitoring the chats if you want to check in. Let me know where you guys are watching from. I see we got uh, Silas Fox from New Mexico, Wildcat in the house as well. And some folks are tuning in on YouTube. Let me know where you're watching from. 
again, we are going to rock and roll, move and groove. Before I get way into it, I do want to share, though, we have an event coming up, the Exit and Build Land Summit. If you haven't registered yet, it's absolutely free to register. ExitandBuildLandSummit.com is the website, ExitandBuildLandSummit.com. It's taking place May 13th through the 15th, May 13th through the 15th. It will be in person, right? You can register for free and participate in day one and day two virtually, totally free. I hope you'll join us. Last time we had over 25,000 people register and 19,000 views during the live stream. Or it's most definitely my preference for you to join us in person in Bastrop, Texas. That's right, May 13th through the 15th. We are rocking the Bastrop Convention Center. There's gonna be all sorts of opportunities, great meals, amazing people. I mean, we got a heck of a lineup. We got Joel Salatin. He'll be there in person. Paul Wheaton, permaculture community specialist. Diana Leaf Christian. She is like the world's leading authority on intentional community. Joel Skousen, my buddy Jack Spierko. Magat Wade's going to talk about entrepreneurship. She's doing a lot of great work to lift people out of poverty in Africa. Stephen Brooks has an incredible permaculture intentional community paradise in Costa Rica, Cynthia Tina with the Foundation for Intentional Community, Mark Frazier, Startup Societies, Derek Bros, Alan Graham does an amazing project helping community, uh, helping homeless folks in Central Texas, Michael Strong, talk about alternative education, Jim Gale, Food Forest, all sorts of great speakers. I hope you'll join us. That's ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com, ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com. I'm going to share more about that later. Shout out Salty Nomad in California, Greenville, South Carolina. We got Chad tuning in, Sarah Taylor's in Mailer, uh, Maryland. We got another Maryland. You guys should link up to the Freedom Cells. And of course, let's go back to the Odyssey feed. We got folks coming in from Kentucky, from Michigan, from Connecticut, all the way from Puerto Vallarta, Mexico. Love me some Mexico, Mexico. All right, let's break it all down. Like I said, we're going to talk about where we find ourselves, some of the struggles that we face as human beings on this beautiful planet. And I want to provide an alternative, a solution, exit and build strategy. Okay, so I want to first talk about the dichotomy between leading a reactionary life and between being proactive. Reactionary, proactive. In fact, proactive is the very first habit in the Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Amazing book by Stephen Covey. What up, Kitty Kathleen? Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. The first habit is to be proactive. This means basically to chart your own course to be the arbiter of your own destiny, to be in control of your life. Because far too often, even folks in our community, the freedom people, libertarians, permaculture folks, preppers, truthers, people far too often find themselves in a reactionary paradigm, meaning they aren't living their own life. They are subjected to the whims of the political class, the predator class, and they find themselves constantly reacting responding. Case in point, we had this crazy COVID-19 pandemic thing that took place and a lot of people found themselves in some difficult situations because they hadn't prepared for the possibility of governments, public health institutions coercing and pressuring them to do things they didn't want to do by holding things above their head or by taking away certain things that they enjoyed in life, right? And people found themselves in a reactionary paradigm. Okay, what's the latest mandate? What's the latest lockdown? 
and they're responding and reacting rather than charting their own course and plowing forward, plowing ahead. So what I want to communicate today is that there's certain practices, there's certain strategies, there's certain philosophies, there's certain mindsets that we can that we can embark upon that will enable us, even though this is happening over here and this is happening over here and it's left and it's right and it's Trump and it's Biden and it's Macron and Ukraine and all this stuff, it's all happening out here. We just stay the course because we have a plan, right? Somebody said earlier, Lyra Reynolds said, you see that Joe Biden said new world order last night. Shout out to Deborah and S. Peterson from Canada. Joe Biden said new world order last night. Let's just riff on that. Let's tie it all in here together. I want to thank everyone for tuning in on Odyssey, YouTube, Facebook. Thanks for joining us today. So this new world order concept, it can mean a few different things, right? Um, if you follow me on Telegram, I link there in the show notes. If you want to follow my Telegram channel, I strongly encourage you to. I shared a video recently, it's also on my YouTube channel, about this awesome, I got the book, it's a big book, but Ray Dalio's billionaire investor, love him or hate him, he did this wonderful analysis about the changing world order, changing world order, and it has these arcs, these ups and downs, ups and downs of world powers and nation states, and how they have a tendency to rise economically, culturally, philosophically, politically, freedom, democracy, quote unquote. And then they reach a peak, they reach a peak of decadence and they start overspending and their economy gets thrown off and they try to print themselves into prosperity and it ends up crashing down and another world order takes its, another world power takes its place. When we talk about world order, we could be talking about what is the geopolitical landscape? What big players have predominance and hegemony in particular areas, right? And as Ray Dalio pointed out, there's these changing world orders. First, it was the Dutch and then the British, right? The Spanish had their time as well. And then the Anglo-American establishment, the Americans, and what he projects is that the Chinese, that the American empire is in decline and that the Chinese, the Chinese Communist Party is the next superpower. It's a changing world order. So there's this term new world order that was spoken about a lot in the late 80s, the early 90s. And you know, if we put our conspiracy tinfoil hat on, we can look at it in one view or we can look at it practically speaking like, okay, there's gonna be a new world order. This new world order in the wake of the collapse of the Soviet Union is going to have new superpowers, new balances. And ultimately what a lot of these Western politicians, oligarchs, influencers, Rockefellers, Trilateral Commission, Council on Foreign Relations, Bilderberg Group, now the World Economic Forum has their own vision for what the new world order will look like. A world order, what's the balance, who's in charge, who's in control, who are the power players. They wanted a new world order that was more based on a global neighborhood, global institutions. We saw the rise of the European Union and the Euro and the Euro economic zone and this Asia Pacific Union and more trade and close ties between North America and South America, right? We even had chatter about the North American Union, if anybody remembers that, and talk of the Amero, this North American super currency. And so some would argue, okay, this is just the new George H.W. Bush said it on September of 1991, something like that, September 11th, 1991, some crazy coincidence there. Coincidence? I think not. We're talking about 
we need a new world order. George H.W. Bush, the father of George W. Bush, who was the former head of the CIA, and their father, Prescott Bush, was a Nazi, W. Bush's grandfather. There's all this history, right? But there's this also this other concept, this new world order, which is, it's like a global totalitarianism. And the new iteration of that new world order is also known as the Great Reset. It's essentially the New World Order 2.0. And these are the times we find ourselves in. We have COVID-19, the Great Reset. This is a book written by Klaus Schwab. He's the guy that started the World Economic Forum, another group of power players, oligarchs, that have a plan for you, right? These guys have a plan. United Nations is one of these big bodies that's part of the New World Order, globalism, totalitarianism centralization, right? But this great reset iteration has a lot to do with technology, what they call the fourth industrial revolution. This idea that we ought to merge biology and technology through surveillance, through social credit scores, through implantable microchips, or at least a global digital identity, right? Leveraging blockchain technology too. It's kind of a paradox you got there. And so they want this great reset. They want to reshape the relationship between people and government, the relationship between people and business and markets, right? And all this stuff has taken place. And of course, COVID-19 was a wonderful catalyst for these folks to further their great reset agenda, pull people out of the workforce, out of the office space, working from home, Zoom, less human interaction, vaccine passport, which of course is laying the groundwork for the social credit score system, China style, the DNC's embedded Chinese, right? We had COVID-19, now all of a sudden everyone's talking about Ukraine, Russia, we got supply chain crises, we got public education failing left and right. All this stuff is happening. And if you don't come up with your own plan in life, you might find yourself constantly, woo, 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 right? There's this concept of an NPC, a non-playable character. Well, I want to challenge folks in our community, people that are watching this, obviously you're some sort of critical thinker, maybe you like the philosophy of liberty, maybe you recognize there's problems in the world, you see that there's a conspiracy and you're concerned about it. Well, I don't want to offend anyone, but I would argue that there's NPCs, non-playable characters within our community as well, right? This NPC thing, it's in a video game you have the character that you control, like the hero, and you're going around, you're jumping, you're fighting, you're shooting, right? And then there's these non-playable characters that help you in your quest. Hello, Garthon. Today is the day where we embark upon an extra journey to learn our skills in the quest to defeat Gardoff, right? They're just computer. They don't have their own consciousness or their own thinking. So, of course, you have the traditional NPCs, or some would call them normies. I'm sharing these concepts and talks, talking points with you, I do not think it's a good idea to use these terms in the general public. If you're trying to wake someone up or win anyone over, a lot of people use these terms and share these memes. I just shared one recently, actually. Um, but a lot of people share this stuff and, and it's just like a pejorative and just not really going to win anyone over. I know it feels good, but nonetheless, I feel like I'm talking to my own audience here. But the challenge that I would issue to you is that we have some NPCs within the freedom community too, that are just going along with the latest thing. And it's like, okay, let's research the deep state because that's what the thing is today to look at and talk about. So we're going to research the deep state. And of course, the Q, like nobody could be more NPC than everyone that just bought into this Q deception, which I think in reality was a psychological operation meant to discredit genuine research into 
the pedophile elite, into uh, globalism, into the deep state. We used to call it the shadow government. And that's what we called it back in the early conspiracy days, right? And I, there's NPCs in our community too. It's like, all right, COVID, let's research all the vaccines. Let's go do this and let's share it online. All right, and it's like constantly, and then it's like Ukraine. All right, now we got to research what happened in the 2014 coup. And then there's this other Q folks that are like, Putin's going to save us. Putin's going against the deep state. It's like, all right, everybody's talking about Ukrainian biolabs. Let's go research and talk about biolabs. It's like, that's what you spend your time doing. You are still caught in a reactionary paradigm. You're still playing. You're being played is what's taking place in all reality and all honesty. Okay? So what I want to communicate today is if you value freedom, I imagine if you are watching this, you value freedom right? If you value freedom, if you value self-determination, if you believe in bodily autonomy, if you believe that we as human beings have an innate free will and that we deserve better than this status quo, statist, centralist, coercive institution known as government, big tech, collusion, fascism, blah, 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 blah. If you believe we deserve better, then I want to challenge you to do less researching, less talking, and more building, more creating. Human beings are social animals and we are creative beings. We create, we bring things into existence. We mix our creativity and intelligence and ingenuity and innovative spirit with the state of nature. And we create amazing, amazing things and communities and architecture and systems and technological innovations. And that's what it's all about. So if you want the freedom that you talk about from time to time or that perhaps you yearn for deep inside, I want to challenge you to exit and build. To build so we may exit. All right. So I like to talk about the problem just to kind of paint the picture of where we find ourselves. Okay. Supply chain problems, big tech censorship, not on Odyssey. Shout out to the Odyssey audience. We have more people watching on Odyssey than any other channel. We got gas prices going through the roof, foreign policy, foreign invasions, social credit scores, mandates making it difficult for people to earn a living, my business shut down because of COVID, blah, 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 right? Again, it's reactionary victim compared to proactive empowerment because when COVID-19 happened, I was like, oh, you're going to lock my city down. Well, then I'm going to go figure out a way to make some money. I'm going to go sell colloidal silver-based hand sanitizer and KN95 masks to gas stations. This was early on when I wasn't sure like what was going on. Like, wait a second, what's going on? Is this legit? Surely, shortly thereafter, it's like, man, this is totally blown out of proportion. At least the KN95 masks actually do what they're purported to do. I wouldn't wear one all day. I never wear masks. Anyway, I digress. My point is, in the moment when everything was locked down here in the city of Austin, I was like, this is an opportunity. There's gas stations that sell these types of supplies. So I'm going to go gas station to gas station. I actually had one of the best months ever revenue wise. I started a new business in the middle of the pandemic, pandemic lockdown. That business quickly outpaced my previous business. The point that I'm trying to make is there's a lot of people in my sphere of influence that I hear from that say COVID-19 destroyed my business because of COVID-19, because of the lockdowns, I'm in the poorhouse now. And it's a mindset, right? It's a victim mentality that I want people to abandon. Okay, so there's all sorts of different facets of this, but the point is, let us chart our own course, let us come up with our own plan, 
and let's stick to that plan. World event over here, world event over here, world event over here. What people do like a ping pong ball or like a pinball, they're like, bing, bing, bing. They get obsessed with this world event, obsessed with that world event, obsessed with this next leader. This guy's gonna save us. This guy's sent from heaven in order to dispel the pedophile elite, whatever the hell. And all the while, your life is like this. For the podcast audience, I'm going from left to right all over the place when our life ought to be like this. Okay, so you know they have Agenda 21, Agenda 2030. These are programs that were put out by the United Nations. Most developed countries in the world signed on to them in 1992. This was Agenda 21. George H.W. Bush signed on the United States. There was no U.S. treaty ratification or anything. They signed on at the Rio de Janeiro Earth Summit. Agenda 21 aims to use environmentalism in order to implement sustainable development. There's efforts to move people out of the country into the compact cities, mixed-use development, smart growth, technological surveillance, right? This then morphed into Agenda 2030 or the Agenda for the 21st Century, the 2030 Agenda, which also has the Sustainable Development Goals, SDGs, okay? These are the plans. The Great Reset is a plan, and 2030 is a big year for the Great Reset. And Klaus Schwab and his goons say that this decade, 2020 to 2030, will be a decade of great transformation. So they have their plans. I want to encourage you to come up with your plan, and I would like for us to come up with plans together. All right, so we have our individual plans and our family. I'm going to lay some out, some stuff you could do, right? I'm all about concrete, action item, making stuff happen. Then I'm going to talk about a collective plan that we can embark on together, a plan that we're embarking on here in Central Texas. You can join us in Central Texas, or you can emulate our plan where you happen to reside, okay? So here's how, here's some things that you can do in your own life, in your own world. Perhaps the most important thing that you can do because we need food to sustain our own life is focus heavily on local food production systems, okay? So again, what I'm gonna do is encourage you to be an empowered, proactive human being that's in control of your destiny, that is no longer subjected to the whims of the political class, that is no longer focusing all of your energy on the politics of the day or the latest pet issue or the latest conspiracy research. Okay? And if you are gonna do conspiracy research, do it in a way so as to better understand your enemy so you can better understand how you can opt out or navigate around it, all right? But we find ourselves with all sorts of supply chain problems we know about this. I know you're writing about it and talking about it, but what are you doing about it? Many of you are doing amazing things. Let me hear in the comments for the Odyssey audience and the audience on Facebook, on YouTube. What are you doing in your family about the supply chain problems that we find ourselves facing? I genuinely would like to know, and if anybody has any advice or any tips that they would like to share, let's go ahead and have that conversation. So supply chain problems, grocery store shortages, gasoline prices are going through the roof, oil prices going through the roof. That's affecting everybody, people on a fixed income especially. What can you do about it? You can start a garden in your backyard. It doesn't have to be crazy. You could even do container gardens on your front porch. You could do raised bed gardens. There's a great book, Square Foot Gardening. Makes things super simple. You could go a little more in-depth, 
How to Grow More Vegetables is another book, another great resource. But the point is, if you've never gardened before, if you've never taken anything from seed to fruit, where you can eat it, it's actually not the easiest thing to do, especially if you live in a challenging climate, okay? So I want to encourage you to go ahead and start doing that. But it doesn't just stop there because, oh man, in order to grow a substantial amount of food for you and your family on your own property, it's a big challenge. And as I talk about later, intentional community definitely makes it a lot easier. Working with other human beings makes it a lot easier. But if you don't have that situation going on right now, then not only should you grow your own food on your own property, but you also should tap into the local food production systems. That comes in the form of community-supported agriculture programs. CSAs. That comes in the form of farmers markets. That comes in the form of creating food co-ops, right? So for example, here in Central Texas, the local Freedom Cell group, we did this meat share kind of deal where one person organized it. They said, hey, I've linked up with this local cattle rancher. How about we all chip in X amount of dollars and we split this cow and then we distribute the meat. And we did that. We filled our freezer now I'm like, I need to buy a deep freeze. Again, proactive. It's like, okay, we got a problem. Don't see the problem. See the potential solutions. It's like, problem, we already ran out of meat. I do definitely want to stock up. Solution, what are we going to do? Let's buy a deep freeze. Okay, then we'll put the meat in there, right? This is the type of thing that everybody needs to be focusing on and thinking on. We need to be resilient in these trying times. We need to create an environment for ourselves where we're not put in a difficult situation, having to make difficult decisions for ourselves or our family because we did the groundwork. We saw the storm that was approaching and we built the storm cellar so as to protect us from the coming crises, okay? Food production, super important. We got Daniel, Daniel, Dr. Daniel Day, Danielle J. Dupert, indoor hydroponics. She'll be starting mushrooms soon. Very nice, very nice. Mushrooms are completely nutrient dense and have all sorts of medicinal properties as well. Chad says he's learning to grow veggies, veggies and culinary mushrooms. All right, you guys should definitely collaborate. I want to invite folks to join the Freedom Cell Network if you have not already. Freedomcells.org. Freedomcells.org can definitely uh, get you piped in there. Kathy loves her hydroponics and her lettuce. Yeah, lettuce is a great, easy thing to grow uh, for sure. But there's a lot of stuff that's challenging. And there's a lot of different things that are easy and difficult to grow for your own community. All right. Peanut Butter Cups on Odyssey says, I need pioneer training, willing to read, but can't attend to afford the training program. There's so many books out there, and the books have so much knowledge. Just got to read and read and read. Less time on the computer, less time on social media, more time reading, more time learning, more time improving your situation. Okay, but food production is just one part of it. There's other parts to preparedness, right? What about off-grid technology? We, I want to encourage people to cultivate a mindset focused on solutions, a solutions-oriented mindset, because problems arise inevitably all the time in our lives. But oftentimes people dwell on the problem and it's, it turns in this woe is me victim mentality. But if you can cultivate a mindset towards proactivity, towards solutions, towards how am I going to figure this out, right? Sometimes I know that it seems kind of hairy fair, but it's like sometimes we can welcome the challenge. Okay. So we had a challenge last February here in Central Texas. Perhaps you read about it. There was crazy snow and ice storms in Texas, the likes of which we hadn't seen in decades. And as a result, ERCOT, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas, let's double think there in that name, Reliability Council, they were anything but reliable. 
and the Texas energy grid was so strained. In Texas, we pride ourselves like, all right, we have a deep water port. We got our own economy based on oil and we got our own electric grid. So we feel so good, independent, self-sufficient. We're going to take damn good care of our Texans here in Texas. I tell you what, boy, it's my Texas impression. But the problem is that grid failed and they did rolling blackouts because there were so many people using their heaters and everything was just all jacked up and the solar and the wind powers got all jammed up and the gas stuff froze and it was a total disaster. And as a result, in the city of Austin, the water utility failed. People were without water. So here we had a problem. And that's when me and my fiance, girlfriend at the time, we're like, we can't let ourselves be in this situation ever again. At the time, we were saving up to purchase a 10-acre homestead. That's another thing. Like, I'm going to tell you later more about this Exit and Build Land Summit, okay? I really want you to sign up to join us. It's ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com, ExitAndBuildLandSummit.com. I strongly believe that moving out of the big cities, building community in the country, get out of the big city. That's where all the tyranny, that's where all the technocracy is taking place buy land, build community in the country. I strongly believe that this is the path to freedom. I'm going to tie this all together with my big picture collective vision, right? First, I'm going to break down some things you can do in your life, in your household, but then I want to tie it into a way that we can all cooperate together. We can collaborate together. We can have our own agenda for the 21st century. We can have our own plan for this decade, a decade of transformation, and we can stay on that path and that plan. So I'm laying out what you can do in your own life, you got your own fam your individual goals. If you're part of a family, your family goals, you stay on that path no matter what's happening out here. You may have to shift. You may have to change some things up. You may have to reformulate the strategies and the plans, but you stay on that path because if you don't, then you are a slave to the whims of the predator class. And that is what we're trying to argue against. But there's folks that are like, all right, easy for you to say, John, buy land. How the hell am I going to come up with the money for that? Right. At the time when my fiance and I decided that we wanted to buy land, neither one of us had the money. I was going through a divorce and almost all of my money was going to the attorney, which sucked. I never wanted to end up in, the, in a freaking court, family court BS, but it happened. And I didn't just sit there. And I mean, it was the hardest thing probably that ever happened to me and my family in my life. But I grabbed the bull by the horns. I was like, what the hell am I going to do about this? I need money to pay the attorney. My fiance is outpacing me and saving a bunch of money for our down payment and giving me grief because all my money is going to pay for a freaking divorce, which is total drama and stress. But I was like, all right, well, we have these goals. We want to buy land. We want to build an intentional community. We want to get the heck out of the city. It's trying. We no longer want to do it. So we put our mind towards that. We came up with a strategy. We came up with a plan and we executed on that plan. We got the money together for the down payment. So again, it all starts with the mindset, folks. So I'm sharing a lot of stuff with you. And I, if limiting beliefs spring up in your head, right? We're talking about gardening, growing your own food. And you're like, well, I live in an apartment. There's no possible way that I could garden, right? People have a tendency for limiting beliefs just to come up as their first response to things. John Bush says we should buy land in the country. I barely live in paycheck to paycheck. I can't possibly buy land in the country. Hmm. I know I don't want my kids to go to government school, but I both parents work. There's no possible way that we can pull our kids out of government school. Mm. 
look, nobody said it was going to be easy, but if you put your mind to it, if you believe in yourself and your ability to change your life for the better so it aligns with your values, you can do it. It's going to take time. It's going to take resources. It's going to take ingenuity. Right? Tony Robbins always says it's not about the resources that you have or don't have. It's about your resourcefulness. And anyone can be resourceful no matter how broke or downtrodden they happen to be. It's all about your mindset. Okay? So back to the off-grid stuff, right? We're like, we can't do that. At the time I was broke, all my extra money was going to the attorney. I was in debt, but it's like, pfft, we're not going to put ourselves in this position again where the power could get turned off or we could be without water. This is terrible. So we saved up and we bought a solar panel system. Now I have an 11.2 kilowatt overkill solar panel system with three Tesla power walls that will store over 40 kilowatt hours of electricity, which is enough electricity to power us through the day. And back when I was talking about that freezer earlier, it's like, well, what happens if you get a freezer and you got all this meat that you invested all this money in and the power goes out? We got the solar panels and the batteries to store the energy in order to keep the meat cold, right? Because we've been conscious about this. Because I spent a significant amount of my time on my path, on my plan, creating an ideal life for myself and my family and helping my community in order to create a better world for us collectively. And that's what I want to teach you about today. Okay. So energy off grid, come up with a plan. Let us not be dependent on the centralized power grid. The further centralized systems become, the more vulnerable they become vulnerable. Okay. So we need to decentralize the system, decentralize where you get your food, not just the grocery store, but the grocery store, the other grocery store, the farmer's market, the community supported agriculture, the meat co-op you and your freedom cell community created and on and on and on the garden, the buckets in your backyard, the tomatoes, the potato cage, the chickens, whatever. This guy's got the chickens. You got the goat for the milk trade amongst yourselves. This is how we do it. Okay. Another thing that you could do in your own life, Pull your kids out of government school. I tell you what, homeschooling and unschooling has been an extreme challenge. And it's, it's a struggle, right? And I know that there's kids in government school that perhaps are more advanced when it comes to academics. But you know what? My kids are living a good life, an enjoyable life. My son can take seed to fruit. He's one hell of a gardener. That's his little plot. My daughter is as intuitive as can be. She gets things, perhaps a little more emotionally mature than she should be for her age, but we don't do the shittas and couldas either way. But if you, if you want to advance the ball, we got to think intergenerationally. And we have to think of what can we do now in the present moment to prepare our kids for success in the future? Not just success financially or living a good life or getting married, picket fence, two dogs, two kids, whatever, but success as far as freedom goes. What can we instill in our children so that they pick up, they take the baton and they continue the marathon that is the fight for freedom, right? The price of liberty is eternal vigilance and we need to think big picture intergenerationally. So if you're a freedom lover, if you're a libertarian, Malcolm X once said, only a fool would let his enemy teach his children. Only a fool would let his enemy teach his children. He was speaking about the white man, right? So for the black community, so you don't send him to government school, the white man, teach your children, right? The white man's our enemy. That's what Malcolm X was saying. But if you're a libertarian, if you care about freedom, that you're a freedom lover, the enemy is in most cases, the state, the government, that institution, the indoctrination centers, right? 
So again, a lot of people are like, well, I can't possibly pull my kids out of government school. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? Uh, you got to come up with a plan. First, you got to believe in yourself. Then you got to come up with a plan. Then you got to find other human beings to make that plan more accomplishable. And then you got to take massive action. In fact, that's the four-part Live Free Academy empowerment philosophy that I like to teach. This is the Live Free Now show. It's the official podcast of Live Free Academy. That's the business that I started last year helping people to find freedom in their lives through financial independence, entrepreneurship, decentralization, cryptocurrency, and exit and build strategy. We have this four-part empowerment philosophy. I should have led with this because it's applicable to everything that we've talked about today. That four-part empowerment philosophy is as follows. First, you got to get your mind right. Mindset, mindset, mindset. Most importantly, most fundamentally, you have to believe in yourself and your ability to get shit done. You have to believe in yourself. You have to recognize limiting beliefs, that little voice in your head that's just a detractor. You reprogram that voice to be your biggest advocate and your biggest fan. I know this is going to be hard, but you're such a total badass. Surely you can do it. I know you have what it takes to do it. Instead of, I don't know, this is going to be too difficult. You've never really been a farmer. In fact, you've never really had a garden, let alone food production systems. Ah, you're just a city boy. You're not going to have a carpenter's bone in your body. Uh, just flip the script and use your voice in your head in order to empower you instead of weaken you, right? So the first part is mindset. Second part is having a strategy, coming up with a plan for yourself, sharing some plans that you can implement in your life. And we're gonna talk about a collective plan, a big picture plan, come up with a strategy, goals, strategic action. And then the third piece is to work with other human beings. So when it comes to government schools for the kids, for example, First, you're like, oh, I can't you recognize, oh, damn, there's that limiting belief again. I can't possibly do this. Both me and my hubby work. There's no way that we can pull the kids out of government school. We're hardly making it as it is. You got to recognize that. You got to snap it in half, reprogram, flip the script. Wow, this actually presents a great opportunity. I know it's going to be challenging, but it's going to be something that will bring me and my husband together as we work together on this difficult problem. And it's going to bring our family together as we create a, and craft a solution, an educational system for our children that's in alignment with our values. It's really going to bring us together, change the mindset, come up with the plan. What's the plan? Well, they're in the middle of a semester, so maybe it won't be the best thing to disrupt that semester now. But after the semester, there could be an opportunity to shift them to a homeschool cooperative. Hmm. What would that look like? Okay. Maybe because both me and the hubby work 40 hours a week, there's not a lot of time that we have but perhaps we could shift things around, work on a different day. And I think that we could possibly free up a Thursday perhaps, or if not, then we could find other families that want to start a homeschool cooperative with us. And some of the families take these days, the other families take these days, whatever, let's figure it out. Let's come up with a plan. And the third step is to work with other people. Mindset, strategy, come up with a plan, find other people to help execute your plan because we are social beings and it makes things easier makes it easier to accomplish things, to execute on things. When we have other like-minded people that we're working with together, I invite you to freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org. That's C-E-L-L-S.org, freedomcells.org, uh, where you can find like-minded people that are also, also solutions-oriented. Many people discover folks in their area, in their community. They felt isolated. They felt alone during the pandemic, and they found people in their area. They pulled their kids out of government school, and they're doing it. In fact, I met a group at pork fest up in New Hampshire. I was walking down this campsite and these people ran up to me. Oh my God, John Bush, thank you so much. The Freedom Cell Network. We all met each other through the Freedom Cell Network and pulled all our kids out of government school. Now we have a homeschool cooperative. Super groovy. Mindset, strategy, 
work with other people. And the final piece is take massive action. If you want change in your life, sometimes you got to give something up. Sometimes you got to work really freaking hard at it. Yes, we may seem to be outnumbered, outgunned. The chess pieces have been in place on this grand chessboard of Illuminati deception and control, but we too can play the game. And in order to get things right for us, big picture style too, which I'm going to share about in a second, we're going to take massive action. It's going to take a lot of work, but I hope you're up for it because this is our destiny. Let us be grateful for being alive in these trying times because we have an opportunity to shift the course of history away from centralization, tyranny, despotism, control, surveillance, manipulation, social engineering, and towards a more authentic way of life, which is more in alignment with our nature as free, beautiful human beings. Okay? So, we talked about different ways for us to chart our own course. We talked about food production systems. We talked about off-grid technology. We talked about education, right? Now I encourage you to find a team, find a crew, find a community. I invite you to join the Freedom Cell Network. I am going to drop in the chat a Telegram link. We do a lot of stuff on Telegram, and I want you to consider joining us. You can go to the website, freedomcells.org, freedomcells.org. But the website has a few issues. We're working on fixing those problems. Uh, but you still, you'll be able to connect with people. You'll be able to link up with people. And you'll be able to uh, rock and roll there. So I'm going to drop this here in the chat for you guys on YouTube and Facebook. And then I need to log in on Odyssey, actually. I'm not logged in on this computer. And I'm not exactly sure what my login is. So for those of you on Odyssey that are watching, around 100 people tuned in live. You can go to freedomcells.org, register on freedomcells.org, use a fake email address if you want, whatever, freedomcells.org. And then once you're in there, you'll get the link to the Telegram channel. You'll also be able to put yourself on a map, use a different address, don't use your home address, use a park, use a coffee shop down the street, and you'll find people that are in your area. It's really super groovy. So I want to encourage you, in order to come up with a plan, in order to better execute on that plan, Find other people in your area, meet up in person, and work together to accomplish common goals. Perhaps you're getting started on gardening. I saw a lot of people drop in the chat that they are just getting started, that they're learning about hydroponics, that they're planting their garden. Some folks want to learn frontier skills. Find people that already know how to do it and learn from them. And I tell you what, when it comes to gardening and food production, there's folks that are just totally obsessed with it, and they will be happy, more than happy, to take you under their wing and to teach you their ways. All right. So these are some personal Exodus Build things. Later, I'm going to tell you more about the Exodus Build Land Summit. There's actually a bonus that we included with the Exodus Build Land Summit. It's an Exodus Build Life Design workshop that I did. It was a two-day workshop, over 12 hours worth of material. We recorded it. We captured it. And as a bonus for purchasing an in-person ticket or purchasing an upgraded virtual ticket, like I said, it's free, or you can purchase a virtual immersion pass you can watch day one, day two, day three. You can ask questions of the speakers and you can get access to the replay. You also get these bonuses, the Exit and Build Life Design Workshop. So a lot of stuff that I just talked about just now, uh, pulling your kids out of government school, food production systems, off-grid technology, getting out of the city, right? Um, working with other people, community building. I spent two days on all that stuff. It normally retails for 197 bucks. We're throwing it in as a bonus, as a free bonus when you purchase a ticket to the in-person Exit and Build Land Summit. It's May 13th through 
through the 15th. I'm going to break that down here more because I very much want you guys to join us. May 13th through the 15th. Join us in Central Texas. I'm actually making these banners right now as we go so you can see what's going on. Okay, so I want to share with you my big picture plan. Super excited about this, super motivated about this. In fact, it's one of the big reasons why I'm putting together this Exxon Build Land Summit, bringing all these people together, paying a whole lot out of pocket in order to make this incredible event possible because I have a big picture vision for me and my community here in Central Texas. And I hope that you'll employ this vision in your area or you'll join us in Central Texas. We'd love to have you. We have a Freedom Cell network of 700 people. That's right. There's 700 like-minded people that are all networked together here in Central Texas doing cool stuff. Every time we host a meeting, there's 60, 70 people show up. So all sorts of initiatives, perma blitzes, homeschool co-ops, uh, people supporting each other, people growing food together, people going and raising barns on people's properties and greenhouses. It's really super groovy. All right, so here's my big vision. Now, earlier I told you, right, the, the whole... The whole dichotomy that we're talking about today is reactionary paradigm, proactive paradigm, subjected to the whims of the political class, focused on the politics of the day, the hot issue of the day, obsessed over Ukraine, Hunter Biden's laptop. Who gives a shit? Sorry, I do have compassion for the folks in Ukraine and for the people of Russia that are suffering from these economic sanctions, right? At the end of the day, there's a bunch of people that are experiencing really terrible things because of total a-hole politicians and big corporate military industrial complex goons on both sides of the aisle. So I don't want to say it's not important or we shouldn't focus or care about it, but what we ought to focus more of our energy on is our own lives and creating an environment for ourselves on an individual level and having that shoot outward on a collective, collective consciousness level so we can create an environment where we don't have this income tax and where we don't have these big centralized state institutions that pillage resources from the body politic, take those resources, put them into financing militaries and foreign wars of aggression and hypersonic missiles and all sorts of crazy methods of destruction and killing people. It's up to us to shift away, right? So if you are someone that's concerned with what's going on in Ukraine, like rather than send them 20 bucks to the aid program where most of it's gonna go to some salary or whatever, do what you can to create an environment where governments aren't able to project so much destruction onto innocent people because you were withdrawing our consent to be governed and we're creating a better way of living that hopefully the masses will recognize and consider trying. All right, I know that's a mouthful. All right, so this is, this is my plan. I call it, look at Rhonda built a greenhouse from her son's trampoline. That is absolutely brilliant. I absolutely love it. Lurla's homeschooling her daughter. Good for you. Let's roll. Keep it up. Keep it up. Um, Tater Todd on Odyssey says, I'm stocking up on storable foods, planting a garden, bare root perennials, learning more about foraging, teaching foraging to a small group of homeschooled children, plugging more logs for mushrooms, and we'll be getting chickens this year. Wow, you are really doing it up. All sorts of incredible things. I love hearing about all this. So thank you so much for all you guys lighting my heart up without a doubt. Somebody here says, uh, if you want to learn more, if you want to help learning to homeschool, you have to check out this lady, homeschool-911.com, homeschool-911.com, all sorts of resources from an incredible community. Okay, so here's my plan. They have the agenda for the 21st century. That's Agenda 21. They got the 2030 agenda. They 
the Anglo-American establishment, globalists, Council on Foreign Relations, Trilateral Commission, United Nations, Great Reset, right? They got the 2030 Agenda, Sustainable Development Goals, and the Great Reset, COVID-19, the Great Reset. Let us reshape the fabric of society in the image of the great oligarchs where we can control everyone and manipulate them till the end of time. That's what's going on there. And we want you to challenge it. Okay, so here's my plan. They got a plan. A lot of people are being carried along on that plan, even if they recognize what's going on, even if they know the vaccines are BS, big pharma this, COVID-19 fraud, scam, manipulation, meant to usher in the Great Reset. You may know that, but what are you doing about it? Are you still just ping, 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 ping? Are you still in this victim state, right? Like the Exxon build land We encourage people to buy land in the country. And people are like, well, Klaus Schwab said we'll own nothing and be happy. Why can we buy land if we're going to own nothing? It's like, okay, you're just going to cede? You're going to give up? Surrender? Give me a freaking break, people. A lot of people know the problem, but they're part of the problem because they're not creating solutions in their own lives. Okay, so that's what the excellent build strategy is all about. And this is what my vision is all about. I call it the Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities. The Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities. So they have this plan for 2030. They want to bring people out of the country into compact cities. That's what Agenda 21, the Global Biodiversity Assessment, is all about. The Wildlands Project, stuff that's been around for decades now. They want to bring people out of the city in these compact cities. Couple that with the Great Reset, Fourth Industrial Revolution, smart city technology, the Internet of Things, the interconnectivity between technology and biology, the tracking, the tracing, the surveillance, social credit scores, vaccine passports, Checkpoint Charlie Society, needing to fulfill certain obligations that the state lays on you before you can travel freely from one sector to another sector. This is the future that they want for us. And I want you to join me in subverting that future indirectly, strategically. So it goes like this. That's what they want. Shoop. Evil centralization, corruption, manipulation, social engineering. Here's what I want. Decentralized organic way of life in alignment and in harmony with our fellow human beings. We're peaceful with one another. Nobody's manipulated. Nobody's coerced into doing anything they don't want to do. And we live in harmony with the earth by using regenerative agriculture pro uh, projects and by engaging in permaculture practices and principles where we live in harmony with the earth. Okay. And all, and all the earth's animals too, and our fellow human beings. This is what my plan looks like. This is what the strategy looks like. It's the Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities. So the idea is, that's what this exit and build land thing is all about. We exit the cities, exit cities, move out of the cities. That's where most of the tyranny and technology, technocracy and control is being played out. Move out of the cities, move into the country. More rural, more laid back, less surveillance, less police state more conservative old school ethos, right? I'm not in, down with all the Republican Party and a lot of this, a lot of social conservatism, like that's not my thing, but I want balance. I want wholesome. I want my kids to be taught wholesome things, not to be taught like weird stuff, right? The folks out in the country, they tend to be more rugged individualists. They take care of themselves. They take care of their neighbors. 
In fact, we moved on to this 10 acre homestead and our neighbors, they're big Trump fans and they're definitely involved in politics, but they're really good freaking people. They're really good Christian people who have welcomed us into the community, who have supported us even through some emergencies already. We had a huge emergency. We lost a big piece of our livestock and it was, it wasn't even our livestock, it was a previous owner's livestock. We were caring for it, it was on the property. And it was a total disaster, an emergency. Our neighbors came and supported us. Our neighbors came with their tractor to help chop up a bunch of pieces of the property. We're going to move on some tiny homes and all sorts of stuff. They're great people. They came to my fiance's birthday. It's good people out in the country that are more in alignment with my values as a free, loving human being that wants to grow food and become more independent and self-sufficient, right? So move out of the city, find land in the country. Either buy land on your own or buy a cooperative with other people. Or one thing me and my fiance are going to be doing is we're, we started this business, Excellent Build Property Solution, where we're going to bring investors together to buy big pieces of land and then subdivide the land and sell the smart, smaller parcels to people so they can build their own homesteads. But on top of that, we're also going to create rental property opportunities, rental homes, tiny homes, yurts, multifamily unit buildings, right? So we want to help facilitate this. We're not just talking about this vision. We're actively executing on this vision and moving the pieces into place so we can bring this vision to fruition. Okay, so we move out of the city. We start populating more rural areas. We own our own home or we rent a home or we cooperatively buy land and start building intentional communities. Now, we're exiting and we start building these other systems, okay? When I say exit, I mean exit entirely. We're no longer participating with the state whatsoever. That's gonna take some time. There are some people that are less risk averse that have already exited completely. They're totally sovereign. They're doing their own thing, not paying taxes, totally outside the state, no banking institutions, more power to them. But I know a lot of you guys, myself included, we got one foot on the in, inside and one foot on the outside. It's an inside outside game. The idea is we want to exit but in order to help us exit, we build, we build the alternatives so we may exit peacefully, okay? Without losing all our assets and all our income and all our resources, right? But it's an inside outside game. Okay, so we move out to the city, we move out of the city, out to the country, and now we start building. We start building our own school system, right? And one of the biggest pieces of the property tax that I have to pay is for the Bastrop Independent School District my kids don't go to government school. They do a homeschool cooperative and they're homeschooled. Why the hell should I be paying thousands of dollars every year? I don't know. But the idea is let's get a ton of people that are like, no, 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 no. We're not going to do that. Maybe there's a way to do it cordially. Or we're just going to say, no, there's like 10,000 of us in this area. We're just not doing it anymore. I don't know what that looks like. We'll figure it out as we go. Let's have a conversation with the bureaucrats about it. I don't know. But the idea is we start building these parallel systems. So we have our own parallel food production system. This guy has an amazing piece of property with incredible soil. So everybody goes and volunteers at his place every weekend and you get to take food home. This guy over here has the cattle ranch. This guy over here has the chicken farm. This guy's got the tractor that we borrow. There's a farmer's market. There's people that are already embedded in the community that we're trading with. We create our own sustainable food production system amongst ourselves. We got the kids homeschooling over here. These guys got a homeschool co-op. This lady's been doing it for a decade. This lady's an ex-school teacher. We learn from her. These guys got a good system going. We emulate their system over here. And instead of paying our taxes to the man, we bring money together. We bring some resources together and we dole that resource out. We create our own school system, so to speak, that empowers the local homeschool cooperatives. We got some parents that are like, we want to pull our kids out of government school, but we, at the moment, 
don't know what curriculum to use. We've never homeschooled before. Okay, great. Let's put them through the homeschool parenting training program to give them some skills and some tools. And let's drop this homeschool curriculum that we collectively resourced or that we created on our own. These are the ideas. Oh, okay. Well, what about 911? What are you going to do when there's an emergency? What if we create our own emergency response teams? Right? They got SUVs. They got police cars that show up and do this and that. What if we have our own emergency response? There's a little label on the side. Freedom Cell Emergency Response Team. Black and yellow lights. Lean, 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 lean. The idea is like, they got a plan for you and your children. And it's an ugly plan. And it involves surveillance and it involves total control and manipulation. And they want to social engineer you into serfdom, essentially. That's actually written in the Global Biodiversity Assessment. They say, in order to maintain, in order to maintain life on Earth, we either have to reduce the population by like 85%. Or everyone, if we maintain the same population, people have to live as serfs. That's actually in the Global Biodiversity Assessment, which is this compendium, massive document that was in addition to the 1992 Agenda 21 document. And they just kind of lay it out. Like, the only way is that there's a false dichotomy. The only way this can work is if we have a massively reduced population or everybody maintains their same... If, if people want to maintain the same quality of life and standard of living, then we need to dramatic... The, the population needs to be reduced, or we could all maintain the population, but we need to live as serfs. That's what they wrote about a couple decades ago. And you can kind of see these things coming into place, the deindustrialization of developing nations through the economic manipulation and control. Ah, same thing, uh, back to the economy. Okay, like, oh, I'm worried about my job, the mandates on a personal level. Try entrepreneurship or try working for a like-minded person that's not going to require medical procedures of you as a condition of employment. Take it to a bigger scale. Okay, let's create, this is something Tom Woods did. Tom Woods has a school of life. It's an educational program. It, the enrollment's closed right now, but I think you could join still uh, the waiting list. Tom Woods School of Life. Let me see if I can find this. Because he has a job listing. It's a bunch of like-minded libertarian people. Tom Woods School he has a job board, and that's what it's all about. We need to start employing one another, supporting one another, working together with one another, and creating our own competing counter-economy. Am I spelling this right? Tom Woods School of Life. I'm a big Tom Woods fan. The guy does amazing work. Tom Woods School of Life. But what he did through this community is create an environment where people can support one another. Tom School of Life is the website. Tom School of Life. And from there, you'll be able to sign up for a waiting list. But either way, my point is, there's people that lost their jobs, and these folks have already found work with, with other like-minded people, right? So on a personal scale, entrepreneurship, work with like-minded people, Find a job that's not a big corporate top-down hierarchical job. On a bigger scale, on a community scale, let us create our own competing economic systems that aren't subjected to the whims of the political class or the devaluation of the currency because we've decoupled ourselves from central bank currencies. And now we're using a cryptocurrency or a local timeshare program where we have our own local ledger or we just have a big, a really sophisticated barter network. I don't know exactly what it looks like. I'm personally a fan of cryptocurrency, but I know a lot of people think there's some misinformation out there about cryptocurrency. If you're interested, you can go to buildwealthoptout.com, buildwealthoptout.com. I totally break it down, four hours on cryptocurrency. But it doesn't have to be cryptocurrency. The point is we have a competing alternative. 
and we've moved out of the city. Our kids are being raised together peacefully, being taught liberty principles, being taught about self-ownership, being taught about responsibility, entrepreneurship, the real way that money works. In fact, later on, I'm teaching a lesson at my kids' homeschool cooperative about business, how to start a business, how to make some money. Some young kids, they're eating it up, talking about cryptocurrency and, and how money works and central banks and the Federal Reserve is pretty cool. They were pretty damn interested, which I thought was cool. We got our kids that are homeschooling together. We got our own food production system out in the country. We're like, we hardly got to go to the grocery store at all for any of our resources. We got the homesteading principles. We got the craft industry stuff. People are making their own soap. We're figuring out how to make hemp toilet paper even. We have our own communication system through ham radio or whatever, shortwave radio or, or CB radio, whatever. We have our own emergency response team and we've decoupled ourselves from the status quo society. That's the vision that I have for the future. That's the vision that I'm hoping to create with you. That's, I'm certain this is going to be the future. I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. I don't know if it's going to get choppy as we start to exit more substantially. Cause like, again, like I'm paying thousands of dollars to subsidize these indoctrination centers that my kids don't even go to. That doesn't make sense to me. I'd rather that money be diverted and support my community instilling values that are in alignment with my principles and my children. I'd rather be funding the homeschool cooperative that they go to. They're in need of resources. Why is all the money got to go to the government? I, and I foresee us leveraging strength in numbers. We got 1,000, 5,000, 10,000 people in a given geographic area, political jurisdiction. And collectively, we're like, no, we're no longer funding your programs because you know what? We haven't been using them for years. So the idea is we exit and we use our alternative systems. It makes the case an easier case to ma be made. Makes the case an easier case to be made. It makes it an easier case to be made when we're like, we are actually going to be declaring our independence. We're opting out of your institutions. Like, no, no, you can't do that. It's the law and blah, blah, blah. It's like, we haven't used your system forever. That's why everyone says, what about when you use the roads? Blah, blah, blah. The roads will probably be the biggest challenge, to be honest. But maybe we're so wealthy, we're just like, we'll pay to help fix the roads in your community. We'll send out our own construction crew. It's part of the business enterprise that we have. All right, so that's what it's all about. And look, that's my vision. This Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities, we're doing it here in Central Texas. There's already multiple half a dozen or more intentional communities that are being built. We're all linked up together. We're going to start building this infrastructure. We're going to start building these systems, these institutions, these alternatives, these parallel structures. And then we are going to make ourselves more resilient. We're going to be doing this here. Everyone's freaking out about gas, freaking out about food production, supply chain shortages. Meanwhile, we're over here like, man, we've been eating this really good, high quality organic food that we bought from our neighbor down the road and life couldn't be better. That's what it's all about. And we can have that. It's going to take a lot of work. It's going to take you believing in yourself. In order to further this, in order to make this, Domino's has got the roads, John. That's, my kids got a kick out of that. So did I. I was like, man, that's some damn good marketing. Domino's uses the roads. So I don't, people aren't familiar with Domino's had this marketing thing. It's like, part of, you buy a pizza from us. Part of the money is going to go to help fix the roads in your neighborhood, in your community. I guess they put money together and started filling potholes and stuff. Super cool. 
Danielle says, home birthed, homeschooled, seven children, healthy, grown, living on their own. Wow, seven children. That's incredible. Our two were homeschooled and home birthed as well. I can't imagine having seven. Two is, I got my hands full with two. I don't know. Um, all right, let me break down to you. So this is my vision, and I'm not the kind of guy that's just like, let's do this. Please join us. I'm like, what can I do to make this happen? I know that it's going to take more people than just me in order to create this reality for ourselves. How can I recruit people to the cause? How can I convince people that this is the best path forward in order to create freedom for ourselves? Somebody mentioned health. There's a health alternative too. Dave Smith had a guest on part of the problem. We can have our own alternative health insurance companies, our own health co-ops. In fact, I'm part of one called Zion. We actually set up an affiliate account with them. I need to get that figured out and set up. I pay very, like just a little over $200 a month. And if there's an emergency, I pay up to 1000 out of pocket and then everything else is covered hundred percent. We can have our own doctor systems, our own food, our own hospital systems. We're all going to be eating better and exercising and being out in the sun and stuff. So people are going to be less sick because we have a more holistic life that's in alignment with our, our, na our nature and our body. But we need to start thinking in those terms. All right. So in order to help manifest this and create this, I am inviting you to join us at the Exit and Build Land Summit. The Exit and Build Land Summit. It's taking place May 13th through the 15th. You can head on over to the website right now and register for free. You can participate in day one and day two. That's the 13th and 14th for free. Doesn't cost anything whatsoever. You just click right here bloop, and you register. Once you sign up for free, you will be presented with the options to dive deeper and to take this to another level. You can join us in person, which I very much hope you do. There's just something so special about being in person. We're going to be joining over 500 people at the Bastrop Convention Center. It's going to be 500 Liberty lovers, homesteaders, folks that are already on their own land, looking to build intentional community, folks that have been doing this for decades, folks that are in the city looking for people to work with. If you participate in Sunday's activities, you got to get an in-person ticket or a virtual immersion pass. You can learn more about it after you register. If you purchase in Sunday's activities, we're actually doing this intentional community speed dating thing where people that have property all throughout the country, all throughout the world that are looking for people to move on to their property, they're going to present and share about their project and you can get their contact info and link up. We're going to link people up, kind of like speed dating. It's like you go from person to person where you're going to check out different properties. We're going to see people that are interested in moving to Texas, people that are interested in having a vegan community, people that are interested in building intentional communities centered around children and family. We're going to provide opportunities for you to find other people that are interested in doing just that. It's going to be an absolutely incredible, incredible experience. We definitely need you guys to join us in person. If you can't join us in person, again, there's opportunities uh, to participate in Sunday's activities. Uh, there's a virtual immersion pass. You'll learn about it once you sign up. You can sign up for free. That pass will give you the opportunity to watch via Zoom where you can interact with our speakers and ask questions. Additionally, that pass gives you access to Sunday's activities where we're going to be doing in-depth workshops. We're going to be splitting up into multiple tracks, uh, how to finance land, how to homestead, uh, legal structures for intentional community. And we're going to do that intentional community speed dating. And finally, all of the paid tickets whether it's in-person or the virtual immersion pass, that's the in-depth, take it a step further instead of just the free, but you also watch virtually. All of them include uh, the downloads and the replays in case you miss part of the event. 
And on top of that, we got two solid bonuses. You're going to get the replay of the first land summit that took place November 6th of last year, 2021. Super incredible two-day event. Wow. It was totally powerful and set the stage and the momentum for this event coming up. So you'll get all of that. You'll also get as a bonus, the two-day exit and build life design workshop. So if you're interested in the stuff that I talked about today, about pulling your kids out of government school, food production systems, creating community, off-grid technology, working together with like-minded people. I did a whole two-day workshop. It's called the Exxon Build Life Design Workshop. It retails for $197. We're throwing it in absolutely free. The virtual immersion pass costs less than that. So you're getting all sorts of value with this. It's a two-day workshop all about Exxon Build Life Design, things that you can do personally, right? And what we're aiming to do with the Life Design, with the Exxon Build Land Summit is take things further it's all about the land. It's about homesteading. It's about growing your own food. It's about moving out of the city. But then it's about doing it with other people, whether you buy, buy land cooperatively together and build an actual intentional community, like what we think about when we think of intentional community, multiple houses on one property, communal land. I'll, I like the private ownership of the land. And then there's a commons area that's maybe operated by a trust or something like that. But you could do it however the heck you want. Or maybe you buy your own land, but we teach you how to link up with your neighbors and build community. And Marjorie Wildcraft did this great talk on the last one. They all lived on their own land, but they all would do these educational workshops together. Nicole Sauce will be presenting. She lives in Tennessee. She's another person that has her own house, her own property, but she has a bunch of people in her neighborhood, in her area that all work together and support one another. And they get the new hog in for the hog farm. And when they're building an addition to the house and making sure the well works, all this stuff. It's this really what it's all about. This is where we're going. This is where I'm going. This is where my community's going. And I would like you to come along with us. So if you want to check out more, it's more than just a pep rally. It's, it's an entire immersive experience that will teach you in-depth skills, how to produce your own food, how to produce your own energy. We got some amazing speakers, Joel Salatin, Paul Wheaton, Diana Leave Christian, Joel Skousen, Strategic Relocation, Jack Spierko, Magat Wade, Stephen Brooks, Cynthia Tina, Mark Frazier, Derek Bros, Alan Graham, Michael Strong, Jim Gale, my lovely fiance, Nicole Sauce, Erica Dorn, Ramiro Romani, and there's more speakers that we're going to be adding as well. So we hope you'll join us. It's exitandbuildlandsummit.com. That's exitandbuildlandsummit.com. Again, you can sign up 100% free no cost. You get to participate virtually day one and day two. But if you want to take things further and participate in day three, where we'll hear from uh, Joel Salatin exclusively on day three, if you want to get the replay, if you want to get access to all those in-depth workshops, if you want to get all the bonuses, last year's summit, if you want to get the Exit Build Life Design workshop, if you want to get the digital downloads, then you got to get a virtual immersion pass. If you want to join us in person, there's limited space, 500. Last time we sold out in two weeks, 100. Now we have 500 seats. Uh, we're almost 10% of the way there. We're selling them like hotcakes. We very much want you to join us. There's also VIP opportunities. There's going to be a VIP dinner to schmooze with all the speakers. Super cool, super groovy. And again, really, I'm putting this event together along with the Central Texas Freedom Cell Network, along with my staff here at Live Free Academy, my lovely fiance. We're putting this event together. It's not just a cheerleading session. It's not just a pep rally. We're doing it so we can carry forward that vision that I just laid out, the Confederation of Freedom Cell Communities. They have Agenda 21, 2030 Agenda, Sustainable Development. They have a great reset plan, Fourth Industrial Revolution. We have a plan too. And I want to encourage you to come up with a plan and strategy for your own life and to execute upon it and to be so committed to that plan, to be like a horse with blinders on, 
and you are you got your eye on the prize you got your eye on the ball and there's stuff happening out here you may have to take a peep okay how does that affect me okay doesn't affect me at all Pff, all right let's just ignore it then or okay this affects me i think i need to shift my plan a little bit right keep your eye on the prize write the plan down think consciously about how you're get, going to get from here now status quo who you are now where you are now to there where you want to be who you want to be the person that you're going to have to become in order to fulfill these incredible visions that you have for your life of freedom of prosperity of fulfillment of joy of connection with your fellow human beings and with the land i want that for you keep your eye on the prize and then together let us exit and build in our own lives and let us come together with a common path, a common mission of creating autonomous, sustainable, resilient communities that can withstand the coming changes that this world is going to face. And my, I, my vision is, a lot of people are like exit and build, that sounds like defeatism, it sounds like escapism, and it sounds like retreatism. Nothing could be further from the truth. What we aim to do is show the masses that there's another way to live that we can live together harmoniously without the need for centralized, corrupt, coercive institutions, without the need for a surveillance society, without the need for vaccine passports or social credit scores, without the need for coercive taxation. We're gonna live in an authentic reality, not a fake one with fake food, fake medicine, fake relationships, fake money. There's a better way to live. So let us carry forward that path in our own lives. Let us work together and then let us shine so bright that the rest of the world says, hey, I want what they're smoking. All right, this is John Bush, Peace and Freedom. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us on Odyssey, on YouTube, on Facebook. It is my pleasure to be hosting this live stream, and I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share these ideas with you. I hope that you'll be joining us at the Exit and Build Land Summit, May 13th to 15th. You can watch for free. Sign up at Exit and Build Land Summit. Once you register, there's opportunities to take things deeper with the virtual immersion pass or preferably join us in person so we can shake hands and we can work together to create a better world. All right, peace. I'm out. Thank you.